The Bite Goes On is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Destination Eat Drink. I'm Brent Peterson, host of Destination Eat Drink, the travel podcast for foodies. This week, we'll have some upscale soul food, the best chicken sharma, and battle out the war of the breakfast taco in Houston, Texas. Plus, we'll visit a beer can museum. Download Destination Eat Drink today on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On, where we talk about all things food. My name is Brian Casey. I'm here with my friend, Sandra Bernstein. How are you doing today, Sandra? Hi, Brian. I'm a, little, I'm a little punchy. Yeah you, you, yeah, you told me. You've had a long weekend. Had a long weekend. Great yeah. weekend. Um, we had a really successful, uh, dinner with Mike, the baker. I forget what episode number he is, but that was a great episode and all his world champion baker, world champion baker. He brought, he made grits. He brought two kinds of bread and he made flatbread and he brought three vintages of cider. He was very generous. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. It was really good. I've had all three vintages of the cider by oh, now. Oh, perfect. Yeah, they're really perfect. good. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, he does a good job. And did you guys have the wood-burning oven outside going? We did. We lit the oven for him. Nice. So it was ready. Very and nice. he was typical Mike. It was awesome. It yeah. Arrived on a bicycle? Uh, no, in a van <laughs> with children, a dog, and bread and supplies. Awesome. It was awesome. But it was really fun. And um, But today, I am so excited. Um Michael Volpat from Big Bottom Farm. Market, market, market. market. I think it should be a farm. And farm one day. <laughs> yes. Right? I, wanna, um, yeah. I want a um, experimental kitchen barn, I call it. Oh, my God. We have someone to introduce you to <laughs> yeah. in Sebastopol. Oh, great. Yeah, it's exciting. But but Michael and I have a mutual friend, and that is um, Gary Saperstein, one of my BFFs. And who, by the way, have you ever had his cheesecake? No. He makes a really good cheesecake, but he's very selfish about the recipe. He won't share it. Um, or he, the liver mousse. Or the or his chicken liver, <laughs> yeah. right, which is very different from our chicken liver mousse. His is like really coarse, and I don't know what he does. But yeah. he's really stingy about his recipes. It's supposed to be about sharing. Um, I share a lot of things with him. I know. Side note, ran into a couple yesterday that came into the tasting house, had been up to Cayman. Yeah. And said that they were eating your pate. Is that really? That could be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do some stuff with Cayman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, they loved it. I said, yeah. okay, I didn't know that was a thing, but yeah, it's a thing. Okay, it's a thing. We could we could provide things for. So you're nice enough 16, to share your pate. And no, I charge for our pate. And I if don't someone and if someone said, "What's the recipe?" <laughs> what would you say? I would say you have to buy the cookbook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I share. So I shared the trifle today, but anyway, um, Michael, thank you for thank coming. You. Um, out in Guerneville, and I know we have so many questions, and, and thank you also for this gorgeous book, I mean, which we will talk about, yeah, but, yeah. and thank you for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And lunch. And lunch, <laughs> yeah. and my carb fill for Sweet the day. Sweet and savory. Yes. Oh. And so, okay, let's go, where did you, how did you become a market owner? Oh my gosh, it's so interesting, I think. And where are um, you from? I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm from Philly. Oh, wow. I know. 
We, we probably we see? knew each other. Oh my God, that's how, <laughs> that's why we have a vibe. Um, so I grew up in Pittsburgh and then I moved to New York and I started a PR firm with my business partner, Kate. We've been in business together for 18 years and um, I decided to move out to San Francisco to open up an office there. And so we, I started getting PR clients and business was going well. And so I decided that I wanted a weekend home in Guerneville. And that was in 2009. I signed the deal for the weekend home and I moved up here to remodel and I never left. <laughs> Ever, never. <laughs> I ended up selling my house in San Francisco a few years later. With all the furniture, everything yeah, in the fridge. Exactly. <laughs> and I was lucky enough to meet a woman named Krista Ludke, who many people oh, know. Oh, yeah, from Boone? Yeah, she owns Boone and El Barrio and now a restaurant named Brot, and she's been on food TV. So she and Kate and I together opened up Big Bottom Market. And... Um, after a big thing happened, which I, I'm sure we're going to talk about, which was we were named one of Oprah's favorite things in 2016, Krista decided that the business was going in a different direction, and she and I and Kate amicably split ways so that she could focus on other projects. And so, um, but the the story goes, Krista and I would go hiking in the Redwoods, and that's where we came up with the idea. At the time, Guerneville was in a real kind of a little bit of a decline, a lot of empty storefronts, and we knew that the town needed something besides just her restaurant, Boone, and that's when we came up with the idea for the market. And the name, we have to ask about the name. Yeah, everyone does, and it's. it's <laughs> it, I was really nervous about naming it Big Bottom Market because we live in a gay community, and everyone thinks of the bottom as the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Really? I didn't even go there. Oh, most people don't. I mean, I thought about my bottom. Yeah. yeah. And a big being a big bottom. Well, that's the first thing I, that, 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 that gay I'm men sure. think of and when they walk in. And women, I'm yeah. sure. So, um, so the town was called the Big Bottom in the 1860s before it was renamed Stumptown. What? Yeah, it was called the Big Bottom because it's at the bottom of the an alluvial The town was called plain. Big Bottom. Yeah, in the 1860s. Mm -hmm. and, be, and you were, sorry, you started because it was at the bottom of an alluvial floodplain, floodplain, which we learned very, very quickly last year when yeah. the town flooded. Yeah. <laughs> we're at the bottom of an alluvial floodplain. Properly named. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we named it Big Bottom Market and the rest is history. So n now were you, were you, you know, thinking about being cheeky and having the logo be like, you know, like a cherry or, you know what I mean? The shape of a... <laughs> oh, my God. Like a, Here no. we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, no, I'm like you checking the logo right yeah, now. Um, the logo is just is just the letters. You okay. know, Big Bottom Market. Very designed. Mm -hmm. um, well, of course, you had a PR firm. Well, yeah, and we I had mean, a wonderful designer create it for us. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Sandra doesn't let me have any fun with labels either. You have all the fun you want with your upcoming wine label. I, know. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. And I'm sure now that it's your own wine, it'll be very tame. I bet it's not going to be wild. Uh, you can ask my mom about that. I think that we were talking about it on the way over. But okay. forget about that. We'll, we'll mention we that in so five months. Um, yeah. So, but, so Big Bottom Market, like when you first opened, did it have 
produce, uh, meat. No, we're more of like a gourmet deli. Okay. With sundries, you know, like trinkets and knickknacks and whatnots and jams and jellies and olive oils and um, candles and like Jimtown like was or yeah we're kind of like a gym upscale. Sa- and by the way, so sad about Jimtown. Like it, I know it's a real yeah. It's a and we modeled a lot of what we did after what Jimtown did. So mm-hmm. I just want to send some props out to the Jimtown oh, team. It's amazing. For, Carrie's amazing. Yeah. But you know what? I embrace her in that. I think there's a point where you go, okay, I'm, I'm trying to change yeah. what my thing is. Yeah. You know, I give her a lot of credit for like saying it and doing it. Yeah. And so we, and we, we took a, lo- a hard look at what Jimtown was doing, a hard look at what the, um, the dry Creek general store was doing mm-hmm. and modeled it kind of after those two places. And so, Books but it and, looks a little bit more upscale. Oh or, yeah, it's definitely got a very upscale feel to it. It's a it's a unique spot. I mean, originally, I and mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's amazing what was there before, which was a print shop, and the floor. There uh, must have been like f- four things of tile and carpet, and <laughs> we were going to do concrete <laughs> floors and wood countertops, and we did the reverse because when we pulled the carpets up mm-hmm. the wood floor it's this old redwood wood floor it's absolutely stunning it's mm, beautiful it looks beautiful i mean and that's even a black and white picture yeah so cool and what is what's the population like in guerneville like like how many people and what you know, is someone it? asking this question and I, I think our population science has like 1200 people but that's wow. you know residents mm-hmm. now that sign is old and you can't buy a house to save your life in Guerneville anymore. It's, you know, hmm. something goes on the market and then people snap it up immediately. So it's become kind of this, I, I, I always say it's like the Williamsburg of Brooklyn, oh. you know, like mm-hmm. sort of, I think we've moved beyond up and coming. We have a lot of people that are buying homes there, re- remodeling homes. And it's mm. a, so the weekends, the population skyrockets yeah. and especially in the summertime. Yeah. Well, you've got the river there, right? We've got the river, the redwoods, yeah. and the coast. I yeah. always say no one else uh, in Sonoma can say that same no, thing. No, no. And do you actually live in Guerneville? I do. I and, live like a half mile away from the market. Oh, that's awesome. So I pretty that's much walk awesome. all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you do the boating stuff also? or Sometimes. Just the floating boating or the I, canoeing I, boating? If I, if I go out on the river, it's on a kayak. On a kayak, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so beautiful there. But in the 20-some years that I've lived here, I think there's been two or three very big flooding incidents, Mm -hmm. which scares me. I mean, but, well, I guess I think about, like, people stay. You know, they know it has the possibility that it's going to flood. Does the community really get together when that happens? Oh, yeah. I was did say, your house get flooded? Uh, like an eighth of an inch, which oh. is really interesting. I live yeah. in this planned community, and there's planned communities in Guernsey. There's one. Okay, it's called Dubrava <laughs> Villages. Okay, but this little planned gate, gated community. My house got an eighth of an inch of water, and all the houses are built up on large stilts, or you know, yeah, above the the flood level, and then a house like four doors down got two feet of water. Wow. So it's so hmm. interesting. Random. I didn't, you know, yeah. I obviously bought in the right place, but in the market didn't flood at all. Oh, so, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So it's just so much damage. And I think like 
I mean, flooding and fires. I mean, it's like those are really hard things to rehabilitate. They're hard to rehabilitate, and it's also hard in the moment. Like, as you may know, if your power went out, what are you going to do with your walk-ins? Right. And your refrigerators, you know? Like, what are you going to do with all this food? Right. You need a generator. A generator only lasts so long, and if you've been evacuated... Right. Forget it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, hopefully somebody stayed in town and they, they're going to sneak over and put some gas in your generator for you. Right. We ended up donating most of our food. Yeah, well, that was smart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's got to go somewhere. Instead yeah, exactly. of in the trash, let's give it to yeah. people no, that need it. Yeah, that's awesome. So you have, but you have biscuits, biscuits there. Do you make, how? so this book that you so lovingly gave me is called Biscuits. The Big Bottom Biscuits, Specialty Biscuits and Spreads from Sonoma's Big Bottom Market. Beautiful hardback. And the biscuit was absol- that I ate was absolutely delicious. But do you make these every day? Every single in day. In the market? In you the have market. A, an oven? Yep. From scratch? From scratch. And um, have you been making biscuits there from... The beginning. The very beginning. So it's how always- did biscuits come into your life? You know, it's really interesting... Um, we were trying to figure out what we were going to, what was going to be our shtick. Mm-hmm. And Krista's mom, Sue, um, and I, and uh, actually my friend, Christian Gomez, were just talking about stuff and we decided that maybe the biscuit was the thing. Christian gave us this really great recipe. I forget the, what the, what the, you know, where the book came from. And over time we've. Christian from no. Noble Folk? Nope. Okay, no, no, different. No, no. Yeah, different yeah. Christian. Um, but uh, we ended up altering it and making it more of our own. Yes. Mm-hmm. So initially it was just a biscuit, but now we do specialty biscuits too, mm-hmm. like I brought you today. You know, ham and cheese and cheddar. They look like muffins. People call them muffins all the I mean, time. They, I want to kill but, them. But it's so moist. It's I a, mean, yeah, it's, it's a wet biscuit recipe. It's a wet biscuit. Yeah. Right. So it's, you don't, we don't cut them out. We scoop them out with an ice cream scooper, mm-hmm. put them in a little bit of flour, and then we nest them one next to the other. That's why they end up square. Mm. The, the, this, the plain biscuit, which I did not bring you a plain biscuit today, but I apologize. For I that. trust you. I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come buy one. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, they're gorgeous. We make biscuits. Our biscuits are very, very different because we do biscuits with our fried chicken and mm-hmm. we do biscuit like a breakfast, breakfast. A bre- can you say that five times really <laughs> yeah. fast? A breakfast biscuit sandwich yeah. on brunch. Um, but totally different kind of a biscuit. Yeah. Well, and it can be tricky because, like you said, these are so moist. I've had those biscuits before where, you know, you're eating them yeah. and it, eight pieces fall off, uh, separate mm-hmm. from the from no, the top. But yeah, like not this. Gorgeous. So when you first opened the store, the, the idea was going to be a place that people could come get grab-and-go but also maybe Coffee? some supplies, like some vegetables or fruit or... No, we never we never went down that route. Just really thinking about how, what we could sell and what, I mean, you know, what I'm like people a... people want. I'm a food cost, like total food cost guy. And I all I could think to myself was, I don't want to manage lettuce. Yeah. You know? 
Um, but we are remodeling this spring. And have you guys been to Pret-a-Manger ever? No. It's uh, this, yeah, that, yeah. So yeah. they have a, the place where you can order from the menu and they have these big refrigerators. 50% of our business is grab and go. And as you know, you mm-hmm. can only push so much off of a line. Right. And beyond that, you can't make any more food, right. which means you can't make any more money. Right. So we're putting in these grab and go refrigerators and we're going to, we're going to be more of a grab and go spot. Mm-hmm. You can still come in and order from the menu, but we mm-hmm. want people People to grab it, go to the river, enjoy themselves, right. yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna ease things up on our line, and I think make all of our employees a lot happier. But I think what we might do is store a bunch of our lettuces and things there that people can grab and right, buy. Right, right. So because you can double usage yeah, for that stuff. Exactly, which and makes it's, sense. it saves storage space in mm-hmm. our refrigerators because right. we do not have a right. walk-in, sadly right. enough. So right, wow. Wow. Cause wow. So what are you doing for actually food that's made on property? What exactly is the menu? So we've got biscuits, obviously, and a bunch of biscuit sandwiches mm-hmm. that people love. Um, that biscuit BLT on the cover is, you know, really yeah, popular. And we is make that a, like the top yeah, seller? Yeah, it is a top seller. But, you know, we just, interestingly enough, just put that, that uh, a biscuit with pulled pork and pickles and coleslaw on the menu and that's just flying out the door so that's really great mm-hmm. and then we also have deli sandwiches you okay. know we have really great deli sandwiches we do a, a curry chicken salad called the colonel armstrong mm. we do a smashed chickpea and artichoke sandwich that's vegetarian yeah. we have what we call the parson jones which is one of the largest trees in armstrong woods that's our turkey sandwich with havarti jalapeno jam and aioli and arugula which is inspired after my mom because she used Aww. to make me a sandwich that was kind of like it when I was a little kid. <laughs> so. And these are on regular bread. These are you don't yes. have to have it on a biscuit. Yeah, so okay. those are breads from our friends at Cousteau. Basically. Oh, oh nice. yeah, we okay. like Cousteau. Yeah, we love them. They're mm-hmm. great. And our meats come from Zoe's. From okay. Zoe's. Yeah, this and your menu is so cute. I love the graphics and it's just really. Yeah, our graphic designer Melissa is super yeah. talented. And so the sneaky. Okay, so there's a story there. Would you like to hear it? Yes, of course. <laughs> so, no, no. My, our general Inquiring minds our want to know. operating partner, um, Donna Prouse, uh, and I sneak away to a not-to-be-said restaurant that has a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit that we kind of like. It's like my dirty pleasure. <laughs> as well as maybe one cheeseburger every once in a while. If you say McDonald's, I'm going to... Oh my god. <gasps> <laughs> OMG. Wow. I didn't say it. You didn't say no, it, you but didn't. you know, good for you. So right. Yeah. Come on. And you do know, you like uh, the little maple flavor on one of the No, okay. no maple on it. But <laughs> okay. so the, the the our sausage egg and cheese biscuit is called the sneaky because we sneak away to, <laughs> to do that. That's to do very that. funny. <laughs> That's very funny. I think, you know, everything in moderation. Yeah. You know, the fast food businesses are around for a reason. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's not like, you know, we're avoiding them. Yeah. Um, so with, so sandwiches and then coffee, like espresso, yeah, we have espresso and the whole thing. Uh, yeah, we partner with Equator. And our, Oh, we love Equator yeah. too. Are you the only place in Guerneville to get what you sell? You can go to Subway or Safeway. Oh, yeah, but that's... You know, but for the most part... You know, I think that we have a very specialized menu and mm-hmm. and people come 
because of it. Because right. it's, it's good. To, I, you know, I say may say so myself. It's, we make great food. Oh, I, I, you do. Thank you. And I just tasted just the littlest thing. I'm like thinking I haven't been to Guerneville in so long. I'm gonna like make a trip. You're coming out. I am coming out. Yeah, we're doing a yeah, day. Exactly. The and you, or what about dinner? Do we you don't. close we've at like tried, five? Yeah, four we five. like throw. We we I always say we threw a bunch of noodles against the wall, and yeah. the dinner noodles <laughs> stuck for a while. We used to do a community dinner every Wednesday. It was oh. a seventeen dollars, and you got you know a salad, an entree, and a biscuit, and. Mm specialty specials on wine on wines Mm -hmm. and that kind of fell by the wayside we Mm -hmm. tried to do a dinner service and it just it's too much to transform Mm -hmm. the kitchen right into and our line into a line that isn't a deli no wine no uh, walk-in is huge yeah not having space so we do breakfast and lunch really well and do you serve people like do, it, do you have to order at the counter? You order can at the people counter sit and then down? people sit down. Okay, got it. We yell your name. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how many tables do you have inside? Is there some outside? Yeah, there's like four tables outside, and we have probably about, you know, 10 to 12 tables inside. Um, nice. We have oh, wow. a big, gorgeous redwood table in the center oh. of the Where did you get it? community table. Um, so uh, we got it at um, Sturgeon Mill. So it's the only steam, I think I get this right. The only steam-generated mill, operating mill, I think that's left over in the country. Wow. And it's pretty fascinating. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that a historical group took it over. But when I went there, it was such a fascinating experience. I went to Barry's Sawmill and priced Redwood there, and they wanted thousands of dollars. And yeah. I went to Sturgeon, and the old Mr. Sturgeon walked out and, you know, <laughs> crotchety, grumpy old guy, nice as can be crotchety grumpy that's nice it's nice yeah <laughs> and he's like give me three hundred dollars it's like are you kidding me cash yeah. <laughs> like i'm ripping you off yeah but i got it and, it, and it's just it really really adds to the to the place oh, yeah, yeah yeah and then your customers is it a lot of locals that are just your regular business and and how much of it is you know tourists that are rolling through that kind of see you for the first time and come in and you could tell because they're kind of looking around like, what is this place all yeah, about? Yeah, I, I think the majority of our customers are um, travelers, visitors mm-hmm. to the area. Huh. Um, we have a lot of local customers, I think, and I talked about, you know, with us transi- transitioning the way that we're going to be selling mm-hmm. food with the more grab-and-go focus. Locals really tell us all the time in the summertime if they walk by and they want a coffee or they want a biscuit and they see the line out the door, which happens right. frequently. They're like, I'm not going in there. Right. So hopefully this grab and go component will give people that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Do know. the biscuits need to be refrigerated? You can at the end of the night. So, But it, like if you were going to grab and go a biscuit. Yeah, they la- they'll, they'll last... They have a, they have a, sh- I would say if they sit out, they have a shelf life of about a day or two, mm-hmm. but if you make them, they cool, you wrap them really well. You can put them in the refrigerator for a few days and they're still going to be great. Yeah, I bet. And they freeze well too. But will they go in the grab and go section or they will we'll, just we'll still on a, the counter? We'll have like a biscuit, some, yeah, a biscuit a section. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, pe- and, and people are getting more used to 
helping themselves to things as the markets continue to put in, you know, that all the different salad making stations mm-hmm. and prepared food. Luckily it isn't killing the restaurant business yet, yeah. but, um, you know, I mean, people want convenience and that's really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Limited time. Yeah. And trying to think, and then when did you decide to put your biscuit mix in a, in a bag or a box? So this is a, I think this is a great story. We did, my business partner and I invest in restaurants in New York. So we have two restaurants that we're part of in New York City with a wow. wonderful group of people. What, what are they? It's called South Village Hospitality is the name of the holding mm-hmm. group that we are part owner in a place called Folia at 17th and 3rd in Gramercy. And then another place called Carol Place on Bleecker between Thompson and Sullivan. But there's a restaurant in that group um, called Osteria Cota, which is on the Upper West Side. They have a coffee window that plops out onto Columbus. Brilliant. And I said to my partners, can I do a pop-up? Big Bottom Biscuit Bar. I had this dream. I wanted the Big Bottom Biscuit mm-hmm. Bar. And so we did a pop-up one summer right out, right out of the window. And um, I'm getting to the to the to answer the no, question no, no, but this I'm is writing. part of the story i'm like so, i'm like and, and kate and i up. in a roundabout way we and kate and i in our pr world hearst magazine's digital media was our client hearst did a cosmo did a like like a one pager this is what you do if you go to guerneville story and so to say thank you i was in new york working the biscuit bar i made a bunch of biscuits and took them to cosmo and my friend, my client at the time, Randy Friedman, who is, I thank her to this day for saying to me, let's go downstairs and meet Adam Glassman and Rayanne Herman at Oh, The Oprah Magazine. And it gives me chills. Um, You're like, uh, uh, okay, okay, twist my arm. So we went downstairs <laughs> and I actually happened to have, at the time we were making the mix in house, you know, and I happened to have a bag with me. So I, we went with biscuits and a bag of that mix in its early form. And Adam said, do you sell this mix nationally? And I said, yeah, we do. <laughs> Those of you that build, can't see what just happened. And they will come. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I left that meeting and I said to call my business partner, I said, get an e-commerce site up immediately. Yeah, yesterday. And within like a day, we had our biscuit mix and our honey on an e-commerce platform and... We were off to the races and a few about, I would say two months later, I was back in New York and I, my stomach was killing me. So I went to the hospital that I'm getting there. And this is an interesting story (laughs) though. And I'm sitting in the emergency room and about to go in to get a CT scan and my phone rings and it's 212-549. I'm like, that's a Hearst extension. And an orderly was pushing me into a room oh to get a CT. God. And I was like, you have to slow down. <laughs> and he said, hi, Michael, this is Ray Ann Herman from oh, The Oprah Magazine. Are you available to chat? And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> she said, well, basically, in, you know, you've gone on to the next, the next phase. And that was in August. And we went Did on you to, know you were in a phase? I knew that we were under consideration. Um, but now it was real. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had to make biscuits and take them to this like unknown address, knock on the door, Whoa. hand them. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, but I'm like, holy shit, Oprah Winfrey is 
like tasting. She's in there somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's tasting my biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, about a few weeks go by, we have to send more biscuits. A few more but weeks the, go by. But the CT scan was fine. I've, I have diverticulitis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. It's but... painful. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and biscuits make it better, though. So okay. <laughs> um, so a few weeks later, she called me again, and I, and she said, "Okay, we're gonna let everyone know in about a month." And that was November. That was that would be October, and it was now the middle of September. And I said, "Ran, there is no way." that I can pull the trigger on this in the, because they were saying that we would have to, we would sell like 12,000 bags of eggs and 12,000 jars of honey. Yeah. I mean, my honey supplier is this woman, was this woman named Donise who had four hives in her backyard. Get I mean, those bees going. I had to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I, you know, I didn't have a co-packer in place, none of that. So, um, she said, okay, let me see what I can do. And the next day, middle of September, we got the email. You have been chosen as one of Oprah's wow. favorite things. And I, I, the first thing I did was call up my business partners and I said, we are allowed to freak out for five minutes. Yeah. And then we're going to wake up every morning and we're going to say, yes, we can. We rented a facility, hired a bunch of local, retired locals, and c- started creating the mix in-house. Wow. It was like Breaking Bad. It was like a cocaine factory. <laughs> you know, all the flour and sugar and salt and things and putting them into bags. But then we had to find a honey supplier. Luckily, we hooked up with Gibson's Golden. Mm. Um, they're in um, in Windsor. Mm-hmm. And they were able to fulfill an order of 12,000 jars of honey for us. So in six wow. weeks, we sold 6,000 jars of honey and 6,000 bags of mix. All off of Amazon. Wow. And it was it was life changing. And the shipping part of it—that's all Amazon. You have to do if you're. Yeah, an, we if, we sell Amazon. Yeah. So you have to do fulfilled by Amazon. Oh, you did fulfill. We did fulfill. Okay, by we we fulfill yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Okay, so that's great. You just send them the stuff and they do it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. It was a really fascinating, awesome thing, and because you know, I had, I had the inn at Hearst. We. Luckily, I don't want to say that they gave us special treatment, but we got to be oh, like, you... on the Rachel Ray show. You know, we made biscuits uh. for everybody on the Rachel Ray show, the entire audience. I, and my favorite thing that happened, you know, I'm, I wasn't on the show, but I was standing in the wings and um, Emeril was on, Sonny was on, Gail King was on, um, <laughs> obviously Rachel Ray. And Emeril was making um, chutney. And Gail King said, you know what goes really well with chutney? Big bottom market biscuits. <laughs> and out walks Sonny with a plate of biscuits and mix and honey and sets it down in front of Gail King. And Gail King talks for about three minutes about biscuits, about other things. But I thought to myself, I was standing there like this, <laughs> that's what looking I'm, at the I'm, monitor. That's what I'm doing I'm right like, now. And it was like three or four minutes. Like you could not buy that. No. Airtime. It would yeah. be not so for expensive. less than a million dollars. Yeah. My client at her said, "You, your jaw dropped, <laughs> like dropped to the floor." It was, it was really, uh, it was totally fascinating. That's so cool. Yeah, good for you. You deserve Thank you. it. Thank Seriously, you. it was a fun experience. Oh my god. Yeah. And what, what were you? Did you already have a logo at that point? Were you using the logo from um, the store and just putting that on the bags? Yeah, it was just big bottom biscuit. I should have brought some. I'm such an idiot. But um, no. Uh, yeah, it's just the logo, biscuit mm-hmm. mix, 
you know, and we've just, we, we transitioned, we have found a co-packer and now we have a just add water mix that it's so much easier uh, for people yeah. and they love it. And it's, I would say it's like 95% well, so just the same thing. add water, just add water. Yeah. So anyone can, yeah. can do it. So, yeah. And how, well, how did that process go? Because going from add buttermilk, add this, add that, whatever you were adding first. Now, once you get it all in powdered form, did you have to like play with different, like yeah. dry milk we didn't create the. Somebody else worked on it. So and somebody let else you worked taste on it. it. Uh huh. Oh, it's perfect. Kinda like buy, it's like buying shiners of wine from right. a mm-hmm. winemaker. You know, mm-hmm. they already had the mix in place. Now you take what they have and you adjust it based on your recipe and what your requirements mm-hmm. are. And so we were able to find a great supplier who has a mix that's perfect for us. Yeah, I love that actually. So people right now. It can go to Big Bottom Outpost on Etsy, on Etsy which is fabulous, yeah. and all your products are here. Yeah, a bunch of fun yeah, products. Yeah, this is great. I love the wake-up gift with the Equator Coffee, uh-huh. and this is great. Etsy is such a super platform. Who is this? This is the handmade Dia de yes. los Muertos yes. doll. So we... Oh, awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> uh, we have a local... Um, a local artist that makes those for us. So I, I want to get this in there that we yes. are huge supporters of our community. It's very important to us. And so mm-hmm. we try to have as many local artisan products as we possibly can. You know, you cannot be 100% sustainable, but you can do your best to right. be right. sustainable and to support your community. We also have what well, we have, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six wines that we produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a dollar of every bottle of our wine goes back to, Causes like Guerneville School, Sonoma Land Trust, Sisters mm-hmm. of Perpetual Sisters Indulgence. Of Perpetual Have you seen uh-huh. our rosé? Yes. Our our rosé yes. of perpetual indulgence. Yes. Hello. Yeah, and I, you know, I got that idea from another business I'm a part of. My business partner and I are part of called Equality Vines, which is also based in in Guerneville. Um, we are a cause related wine portfolio. Um, we have LGBTQ women's rights and soon to launch a migration, uh, immigration mm-hmm. equality series. And we partner with some wonderful winemakers for that cause. And we give money back for every bottle we sell there as well. That's great. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. Who gets to, are you the one that gets to select the, the wines? We all do it, but for okay. the most part, Thomas George Estates makes our mm. Blanc de Blanc, mm-hmm. um, our bubbles, our big bottom bubbles, which I love alliteration, mm, so give it to great. me all day long. Right. Um, Taft Street <laughs> makes our big bottom Zinfandel and our Sauvignon Blanc. Those three wines are under 20 they They're $19 a bottle, which is great. Super yeah. affordable. They fly off the shelf. And then we have the uh, our Black Label wines, uh, a market reserve, we call it. Thomas George Estates makes a Chardonnay and a Grenache for us yeah. under that label. And then Taft Street makes our Rosé of Perpetual Indulgence. Hmm. And do you sell them wholesale or just in the market? Just in the market. Just in the market. Yeah, we actually, speaking of wholesale, and this is exciting, um, our Love Wins Cuvée through Equality Vines just got into Whole Foods. So you can visit... 38 Whole Foods in the North Bay and buy our Love Wins Sparkling Rosé Cuvée that's made by Rack and Riddle for us. Wow. Sparkling Rosé Cuvée. Yeah. What is the grape? Um, Pinot? It is Pinot and Chardonnay. Pinot and Chardonnay. It's, it's, and it's, the majority of it is Pinot Noir. Very cool. 
And can people have a glass of wine when they come in and have oh, yeah. a biscuit? Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you have a beer and wine license. We have a beer and wine license. Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. Now, are you? do you consider yourself the manager of the store? Do you have a manager, So GM? Donna Prouse is our operating partner. So uh-huh. when we, when we um, bought Krista out, we made Donna a partner in the business, and she runs the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am, and Kate are more kind of like this... I mean, I'm there, you know, it's like, I, I love to be in the kitchen. You're the innovator. Like, I don't want to be on the line. I, I, I have a role that I call the whore on the floor. <laughs> Basically like being on the floor, talking to everybody. When people walk in with a wine map, confused, I, I talk them through all of my favorite wineries in the area. I love yeah. that mm-hmm. part of it is probably my favorite part. And mm-hmm. then also being in the kitchen. And a really important part, can I yes. say, that yeah. outreach for people is, yeah. is yeah. to have a, a, someone that they can talk to. Yeah. yeah. Those of us that have been to Lowe's lately. And then being the food, being the food Hello. cost, being the food cost guy, you you cost everything out. I mean, all the sandwiches and the ninety percent of everything on our menu gets costed out. Mm-hmm. You know, you make a right, salad for the day, yeah, like, exactly, you know, a yeah. case salad for the day. Right, and you're but not, you you know your parameters by the time you're just winging a salad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you know, I walk into the kitchen and there's a there's a thing of shiitake mushrooms the other day and I was like who bought these shiitake mushrooms like, <laughs> or heir, like heirloom tomatoes showed up the other day and heirloom somebody was like oh I wanted to use them I'm like it doesn't work that way right <laughs> like, I'm sorry like get creative but get creative it's... with the shit we have in the kitchen already right like, don't go veering off to the left and, and be off season <laughs> yeah right. it's just like it's so it's just crazy to me but you know we reel them in and for the most part all those kids we call them our kids Mm-hmm. in that market are absolutely they're the best people oh, at customer service and you know you know what comes from the yeah. top down you just have gotta yeah. be a good person to yeah. them and they'll be a good person in return how has uh the labor been the labor pool you know luckily i i it's been easier for us and i think because mm-hmm. we are we're good to our people and mm-hmm. we're a fun place to work mm-hmm. and um i think that that makes it makes people stay Mm-hmm. you know and they make good money yeah you know? that's great on a Saturday Sunday in the summertime they make a lot making, of tips they're making probably. a lot of tips yeah. and we share tips across the entire uh-huh. house it's that's not awesome. just the front right. right yeah that's awesome kids want to work at a place that's got a cool vibe and cool energy mm-hmm. yeah so. mm-hmm. and now, they, they bring that energy too yeah. you know mm-hmm. and I hear it all the time how great your kids are yeah. so what would be next for you you have something in the works? Yeah, well, actually, um, 2020 has presented us with some unique opportunities. Um, I was very lucky to connect um, with um, Sonoma Couture Winery. We are now doing all of their catering, and we do weekly charcuterie platters. We do box lunches for them, and that has just, you know opened up a whole new business for us we're i can't i don't want to say the name of the of the winery but we're hopefully signing another contract with another winery this week mm-hmm. knock on wood mm-hmm. that will really transform the business and and you were asking about dinner mm-hmm. we are going to now have a third shift of people that will come in and they will be prepping these charcuterie trays for, that the, we'll be next doing for, the, for the next day yeah um so i think in 2020 my big dream is that we end up having a commissary you know, wow. commissary where, kitchen. Yeah, the commissary kitchen yeah. where we are 
doing all of the prep work, not only for the market, but also for this, this, these mm-hmm. catering jobs that we're getting. And sorry, I want, would you describe a biscuit buffet? Yeah, we call it the biscuit mm. bar. Okay, the biscuit bar. Yeah. yeah. So one of the most popular things on the menu is the sea biscuit, which is created by my friend Jonathan Teal. I have to give him props. Um, it is smoked salmon, creme fraiche, pickled onions, capers on a biscuit. And so we will. <laughs> and there's actually directions in the cookbook on how you too can do your own okay. biscuit bar at home. <laughs> but we we do them. They're different for everyone. Some people want you know smoked salmon and. Biscuits oh, so they'll generally pick like one protein or one it or just two depends. versions. You know, right. like we okay. do, we do a very simple biscuit bar where it's our biscuits, honey, um, fruit, yogurt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and our Hasme granola and orange juice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's one version, but then there are more extensive versions where we actually make um, biscuit quiches and our and our but oh. the quiche dough the the the, um, the shell the pie yeah. crust is made out of leftover biscuits. Oh my God. So we take the leftover biscuits, press them into a pie crust, bake that off, pull it out, fill it up with, with (laughs) egg and cheese and whatever. My jaw is on the table. They're so, and I'm salivating. And actually, (laughs) I got to show you a picture. Um, Have you, have you ever had the quiche at the girl in the fig? Uh, no, I haven't. It, it, the slice weighs like four pounds, and you need a nap after you eat it. Now I'm thinking to make it with biscuit. Yeah, seriously, as I can't even like imagine over the top. Yeah. So um, I, my friend Courtney Benedict, who lives here in the town of Sonoma, she gave me a bunch of Meyer lemons yesterday, and I had Jorge mm. make a Meyer <gasps> lemon biscuit um, pie. Pie. Oh my God, look at the color on it. It's the lemon curd is just it's oh, delicious. My God. So, yeah. Whose idea was it for avocado butter? Me. How did you come up with that? Because I really wanted to do avocado toast, and avocados are expensive. Yeah. You know, food costs, you know. Like and random. Like, for every and four random. you buy, you get one right. really good and one. And so I found that doing a compound butter with avocado and honey is easy, and it's delicious, and it kind of takes the place of avocados for avocado toast. That's like our version of avocado toast. Okay. Basically. Right, right. Very cool. I was talking about this with Maria last night. She's like, I don't know if I can picture this. I'm like, we need to just make it. Yeah, you need to yeah. try it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Here's my question. When you get the commissary, would you consider going into the delivery business at that point? Like, Guerneville, I don't know if there's enough population, but do you have Uber Eats or DoorDash? No, or- you know what? I don't, I don't see myself getting into that world. Mm-hmm. What I do see myself getting into is right now we make biscuits for AutoCamp. So I don't know if you know about AutoCamp. Mm, I love not. AutoCamp. The, the Airstream Trailer Hotel uh, in Guerneville. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I haven't been there, but yeah, boy, I've really seen beautiful. a lot of Instagram stories. Such a, and they've really helped yeah. to transform the town quite a bit. Um, so we deliver to them every single morning and they feed our biscuits. I see feed our biscuits to their guests. I see our <laughs> getting into the delivery business in that we are delivering to other hotels, hotels stores, wholesale. coffee shops. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're selling wholesale. Mm-hmm. That's one of my big can visions. You, can you make enough money selling the biscuits wholesale? If I think is, it's a volume, have a margin, game. volume It is a volume game and for sure. You know, I mean, I like, I, I hope none of my customers are listening to this, but our food cost on biscuits is, is not super high, you right. know? Um, but, you, you, people have to understand that even when you're doing a food cost, it could be 25 cents on a dollar 50 or mm-hmm. on a dollar, 25% cost or a 30% cost. But 
you where do you get the labor dollars? Exactly. Where do you get? I mean, I don't care what food you're in. You're lucky if you get five to ten cents on every dollar. You're you, lucky. You know, I did an interesting test last year. So Marin Sonoma produce, you probably mm-hmm. do you use them? No, but I'm working with Marin French and they okay. use them. Okay. I love Marin Sonoma produce and Eric Bergman. I think he's one of the owners. Last year, he told me, you know, we do cut. Yeah, I see you do fruit salad. You know, we do cut fruit. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know. And he said, no, no, no. Listen to me. I want you to go in the back and time somebody how long it takes them to make a fruit salad. Mm-hmm. And so when I did the math around the food cost and I did the math around the labor, I timed somebody to make a fruit salad. It cost me less to have Eric uh, cut up my yes, fruit for me, yes. open that thing up. Pour it into a bowl and off you go. You're off to the races. Exactly. So there's a there's a lot of things like that. I mean, I hate to admit, you know, our our French fries are frozen. Yeah. And you but know, they're good. They're amazing. I mean, we test we blind tasted a lot of French fries, but we started making French fries, and the level of consistency. Kennebecs have their seasons. You know. Moisture content, starch content, things change. You can't get a consistent product. Yeah. So there's tons of reasons why we would support other businesses and also to try and get the savings, mm-hmm. keep the prices appropriate mm-hmm. to be able to sell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of stuff, there's stuff that we make on our own, but like yeah, you said, exactly. you know, it's like not reinvent the wheel on name? everything. Semi homemade. <laughs> yes, yes. Was that um, Lee? Was Sandra it? Lee. Sandra Lee, yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's like a purpose for this. Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. So we're going to have Grab and Go. We're working on more winery accounts. Any other products that you think you might roll out? Well, we are working with Zoe mm-hmm. uh, Meats, our distributor. You use mm-hmm. those as well. Um we are working on hopefully launching our salad dressings this year. We have three champagne vinaigrette, a cumin vinaigrette, and then one I call islands in the sky. Ooh. It's my favorite hike in Guerneville and it's our version of thousand Island dressing. Mm-hmm. We put a little bit of curry and a little bit of sriracha in ours. Ooh. And so it gives it kind of that spice. That sounds delicious. And that's on our West County wedge salad that we just put on the, mm. on the menu. It's a wedge salad with, Islands in the sky and bacon and and oh, um, so egg. Yeah, it's a lot Road of fun. Road trip. I know. Let's let's go one day. Seriously, you're yeah. invited. We have so much time. How long does Free it take time. to get to Guerneville from here? How long does it take about, you? It takes about forty five minutes to an hour. That's not so bad. Depends. Okay. Yeah. And we'll stop at Wicked Slush. Yes, <laughs> totally. Oh okay. my god, I've had so much Wicked Slush this weekend. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I heard. Oh my goodness. So, um, well, what else can we tell our listeners? Um, I would say if you have a sparkling, I'm just thinking when you're talking about the biscuit with the smoked salmon, smoked salmon. and the Ooh, capers. I want a little caviar on biscuits that. and bubbles. We call. It. I'm, that's what <gasps> I'm thinking. And if I'm Gloria Ferrer, Domaine Chandon, or Carneros, or I, I don't, you have up there Hanley, Rotor, or whatever. Yeah, the, that would be a. Like a slam dunk, dunk. no-brainer to have you at at my winery on Sundays. We are very lucky to have Joy Sterling be one of our biggest Uh. fans. Joy also makes wine for Quality Vines. Mm -hmm. Um, I love her to death, and they use our catering services quite a bit. And whether it's doing a biscuit event or making sandwiches for people, Mm -hmm. you know, our biscuits, of course, go so well with Iron Horse Vineyards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
So cool. And I think it's honestly, it's just refreshingly different from things that I hear about every day. Um, and I, I just love it. I mean, you know, people like would think about biscuits and chicken or biscuits and ribs. And I love that you're like taking biscuits and you're going all different places. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's unique and I think it's something different that people are going to be really excited about. Well, thank you. And they all already are, obviously. Yeah. I think people are pretty excited about it. And people come in and they're like, we're here for Oprah's favorite biscuit. Uh, you, you, I mean, it's just like that was a, us with Lady Gaga's chair. Where did Lady Gaga sit? Oh I want to sit there. Right. Like okay, <laughs> okay. Well, then for people that don't live in this area, where can they number one get a hold of the biscuit mix, but then also get a hold of the cookbook? So they can get a hold of the cookbook and the biscuit mix on the Big Bottom Outpost on Etsy, yep. um, which we is kind of new for us. It's been it's an exciting. Great. Excuse me, I'm burping. Um, (laughs) It wasn't your biscuit. It was our water. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Etsy. Etsy. Um, Not on... You can go to bigbottommarket.com and then it links. And it'll link you over. And it links over. And then you can check out all the other stuff that's going on Mm -hmm. in the store. Exactly. Okay. And then um, the website for the store... Bigbottommarket.com. Dot com and Instagram. Um, Big underscore bottom underscore market. That's definitely my bottom. Don't Google that, by the way. <laughs> That's right, especially if you have children under 13. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Michael, so fun. Yeah, so thank fun. you so much. It's wonderful Thanks, to meet Gar. both of you. Thank you, yeah, Gary. Thank you, Gary. We love you. Yeah. And now if you want to listen to some of our previous episodes, you can always go to thebikegoeson.com. Check us out on any of the platforms. You can go to at Bike Talk. Check us out on Instagram. See what's going on there. What is your new site? You didn't give me my note today. <laughs> the, the, Forget it. I'm not the, telling <laughs> you today. <laughs> just rate right, us just, anywhere. Or you know what? Even better. Um, subscribe. So subscribe. This yes. is what I, Our I, list is... I sort of just figured this out that if you subscribe, then every week you don't have to go look for the show. It just auto populates, and you can just. Mm-hmm. press the button and you're ready to go and you don't have to mm-hmm. think about anything and if you have extra time listen to the winemakers podcast also by radio misfit heard that's a great podcast just mm-hmm. had on um tanner and lauren from valley so that'll be the show that's new on. restaurant coming in sonoma new restaurant that's right very uh, cool yeah very excited well thank you all for listening and thank, thank you, you so for bringing much, biscuits thank in you. today thank you awesome, my mom awesome for uh, coming with for sitting in we're gonna get a rating <laughs> when we hang up <laughs> Oh, so oh, it sounds like my mom now wants to go wants a to Guerneville for her birthday lunch. A little birthday Get trip. ready, birthday biscuits! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> birthday cake! That birthday cake! I'll make your mom. I'll make you it's the like fairy a biscuit. naked a birthday. What is it when you have a naked like Michelle Heston's naked your cakes? birthday suit? Oh, you for... have a birthday suit. You're naked. If you have a birthday biscuit. It gets a candle in it. I yeah. have no idea where you're going. I have no idea where you're going either, but I'm going to go there. It's the poppy seeds. She's getting high over there off the poppy mm-hmm. seeds. Thank all you. Right. Thank you all for listening. We'll look forward to talking to you next week.